It's the Midwest Connection. We keep the streets on smash. Any things take a girl. Touch a little paper and tell her. Yeah. 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 other you know other promoters other marketers other bloggers in these markets so that when we get there we can do things like this and help the artists get their word out a little bit so that's all we're trying to do is connect the dots Yo, 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 y'all know what it is. It is the Connects Radio Show, man. It is your man and Kenny live here with Shaw. You know what we do, man. We spin the hottest in unsigned hip-hop and R&B, plus interviews with the brightest stars in the culture. I promise you that's what we're doing tonight. We're going to bring y'all one of the South's hottest crooners, man. This dude make all types of R&B, soul. He got the uh, hip-hop collaborations. He goes by D. Herm, the voice. D. Herm, what up? Yes, sir. What it do? What it do, man? How y'all doing? Chilling, man. How you feeling? Man, pretty good. Fresh off work, as you can see, man. Button up to the top. You hear me? I see you getting to that shmoney. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Talk to us about how you manage a full-time job in a full-time uh, singing career. Man, uh, singing is a passion. It's more so, you know, what I love to do as opposed to what I'm forced to do, you know, to get out here and get this money with this day job. We got to take care of our little ones and the family that we have to take care of. So that's kind of more so of a force. But uh, this passion thing, I'm trying to do that full time. So you got to get it how you live. You got you to want it like you breathe. You know what I'm saying? I know that's right. Talk to me. What does too good to lose mean to you? Too good to lose. Well, before I made my group, my band, my blues group is what that is. By the way, for all y'all who don't know, I am D. Herman the Voice, but Too Good to Lose is a whole brand that I made because I have people up under me that love what I do and want to do what I do. So I formed that because I feel like by myself, I'm too good. But with everybody else, including Uncanny and, and Spin City and the rest of my people, we too good to lose. So wherever we go, that's a brand, that's a movement, that's what we are. And I feel like once you put your eyes on too good to lose, you can't take them off. 
I heard that. So you said you have a blues band. How'd you get going with that? I am from the Mississippi Delta, man. North Mississippi, about an hour south of Memphis on the Blues Highway. It's what I grew up in. It flowed through and threw me like the blood. My mom, my dad, my grandparents, all of them, that's what they listen to. You don't hear no rap. Only R&B you used to hear growing up was maybe Luther Vandross or something. But other than that, <laughs> you know, it was Sir Charles Jones, Johnny Taylor, Marvin Ceases, and all the ghosts yeah. in that blues lane, man. Okay. So it just just naturally is just what you made because that's what you was hearing? Well, I've, I've been doing music for about nine years. I was singing background for six years with my guy Ray Walker, man. Shout out to him. He's the one who kind of started me in this Dallas scene. He's from here. Okay. Uh, so when I moved here, I was singing background for, for him. But I never was able to find a producer to make the blues beats. So mm. all of my solo music that I was making was forced to be placed on R&B beats. So it okay. became R&B, like Destiny. But once I ran into JT, which is the, the guy that's in my blues group, we call him Cooley, um, he introduced me, crazy story, but he introduced me to a guy that make blues beats, and he was from Mound Bayou, Mississippi, two miles oh, away. Oh, wow. And JT from Dallas. So I just felt like it was God, man. I found my producer, and, man, I just started rocking with him. Nice. And so you would say your sound now has gone more back to that blues. You said you had the R&B feel for a minute, but you definitely said you tap back into the blues side of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I do it all now and I'm glad that I wasn't able to find the blues beats first because that kind of forced me to. Uh, that's why I call myself D. Herm the voice, because I feel like mm -hmm. I have about 14 voices and I actually use them all on pretty much every song if that song calls for it. But being forced to do stuff on other beats, reggae beats, R&B beats, gospel, all of that, even the advertisements and the jingles that I was forced to kind of do, right. um, it, it formed that that voice part of my of my name, you know. Okay. So with that being said, you said you had some jingle work, you had some commercial work. How does that impact your musical career? Because a lot of artists don't know that lane or how to make money in that lane. So give me just a quick overview on how you kind of got into it. I started because, uh, as you can see, I got locks in my head now, y'all. Yeah. But when I first started this thing, I didn't. And guys used to mess up my haircut all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so therefore, it, it made me, you know, grow the locks. But uh, I felt like in order to, uh, uh, I guess, force the barbers to take themselves a little bit more serious, I wanted to make a song for my partner who was in barber school at the time. And I did that. And once I did it, man, they loved it so much. So I'm like, hold up. I started going to the insurance companies. I started going to different people, just walking in, singing a song that I had already made for them. And, oh, wow. and with my college degree and the way I feel like we're so social, you know, how we, we actually move around and speak to people, I was able to land a few, you know, deals that way. Okay. Yeah, and you, you threw it out there, man. You said you had a degree. Uh, I saw your pictures, man. You were on Facebook. It looks like you was a D1 football player at one point. Talk to us about that experience and getting your degree. Well, uh, coming out of high school, I was number 36 player in the nation at the time. I was wow. actually the number one offensive player in 2008 coming out of high school in the class of 4A. I got a full scholarship to Ole Miss. I had a 32 offers, but I chose Ole Miss because my pops was a, a rolling stone. So he got nine children and they all was <laughs> kind of scattered out. And I didn't really get to have a relationship with them as, as a young child. Right. So as me being the oldest brother, I chose a school that wasn't far from mom, but right close to dad, where I could get used to those guys and, uh, and all my, my siblings that was in that area. Uh, being said, man, I, I did my thing, you know, I, I played ball there. And uh, after that, I ended up getting picked up by a few 
NFL teams, got a few workouts and tryouts nice. and things. I never played on TV, guys. You know, just practice squad and workouts. Right. But after that, I went to Arena One, uh, played one year with the New Orleans Voodoo, left there and went back to uh, IFL, which was the Texas Revolution in the CIF. Okay. And I played there for six years. So that's what landed me back here in Dallas, actually. Back in the Dallas area. Okay, so you kind of uh, answered my next set of questions. No, that's dope, man. Um, talk to us about how that experience and being a, a professional uh, athlete kind of shaped your music and how you wanted your music to come, you know, sound. Man, I talk to Spin City about this all the time, man, because we both went to Ole Miss together. That's why I met him, met, and he okay. was a big promoter at the time, and I was a football player, but we both really hadn't tapped into our music side, just kind of dibbling and dabbling. So uh, just honestly, if I say if it had any influence on the music, it would be the fact that I'm able to operate under pressure. I played in front mm -hmm. of 100,000 people in Alabama Stadium and. 50,000 in LSU. We beat Florida my freshman year with Tebow. That's why he was crying right. on TV. That was <laughs> us who beat him. And that was in uh, what it is, the, uh, the swamp, you know what I'm saying, down right. in Florida. So just being in front of all them people when you got to have your quarterback literally five yards away from you and you can't hear what he's saying, and you had to use these signs and you had to still, you know, decipher through the nerves and be able to move around the way that you need to move around and actually communicate with your peers, man. It kind of shaped me to kind of be used to the noise and, and, and being able to tunnel vision to where I want to go, make my own pathway to where I want to go. Nice. Nice. No, those that's an invaluable skill set for sure. So talk to me, Herm. You got some new music out. You're you're promoting a single right now. Kind of introduce the single to me before we do the world premiere here on the show. This single here, man, it was made by me and my guy. We call ourselves Too Good to Lose, man. The number two G-O-O-D, the number two L-O-S-C. Y'all look that up if you haven't, man. It's called Night Rider. This singer right here came from the soul. You hear me? This is my first ever blues track that I recorded. And it's just my baby, man. Look, I got a lot of people asking about it. They calling about it. But we got to keep this one, man. I, hey, I appreciate you, Uncanny. Shout out to who better. Shout out to Midwest Connects for putting this thing on the, on the line tonight, today, man. No, we appreciate you tapping in. World premiere, too good to lose. This is Night Rider right here on the Connects Radio. Shout out to D4. Shoulders. She said, 
boy, don't you know I'm too old for you? But you're cute and I really want no more I'll give it to you in the evening. I'll give it to you at night. Oh, yeah. I'll give it to you in the morning. I'll give it to you in the evening. I'll give it to you at night. Gotta move, girl, watch my move I'm confused, but my body telling me it want you You can spin, you can kick, you can hit a one-two Tell them kissing on the ride, that's how bad I want you Ooh, I'm needy, baby Making love inside the stables Got my feelings on the table Ooh, you got me weak, baby Feel like you made for me, baby I'll give it to you in the morning I'll give it to you in the evening. I'll give it to you at night. Oh yeah. I'll give it to you in the morning. I'll give it to you in the evening. I'll give it to you at night. How you want it? Do you how you want it? I'll give it to you in the morning. I'll give it to you when you need it. I'll give it to you when you want it. Oh yeah. I'll give it to you in the evening. Mm -hmm. You can be my little night rider. Mm -hmm. You can be my little night rider. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. I see you. I see you. Uh, that joint definitely gives me like big pokey vibes. You know, pokey. I just opened for poker three weeks ago, man. Right here in Dallas. How was that show? We rock. He rocked out too. That was right before the one he fell off the stage at. <laughs> but yeah, it was a it was a good show, man. It was probably 150 people in this little old bitty spot, man. Hole in the wall spot, which is what the blues is all about, man. Oh we yeah. Right there, dabbing them people's faces, and I swear we had. People that was born in the 60s and 70s sitting on the floor recording us right in front of me. I never felt it like that in my life. That's dope, man. So, and you kind of gave me a, a hint. You said you like those small crowds and everybody, that energy. Um, what do you like more? Do you like doing the small rooms or do you like doing the big shows? And then give me a couple of reasons why or why not. I like both. Uh, but the small rooms, I'm able to actually connect more. Mm. Uh, they, they can touch me. They can they can walk up to me. They can sit in front of me and record me. They can almost feel the sweat coming off my face if I'm sweating. So it's a little bit better in forms of in, in, in where I come from. That's kind of where I come from, a pass through town. You know, if you're on right. a new highway, you cough a couple times, you're out of my town if you don't turn right or left. So performing at those spots or even being in those spots, I'm more comfortable. And the new, the big stages, like which is the trail rides, which is what we yeah. do down here down south, as you can see, the horse ride and everything's like a family reunion. But the stage is way bigger and it may be 2,000 people, it may be 1,500. It may last weekend we had Bone, I brought Bone in to open up for me, basically, it's, you know, because it's my guy and they play a song every ride, but I haven't right. seen him here, so I brought him in. It was 1,500 plus by eight o'clock, and people were still coming in the gates at 1 30. So just to be there and have that big stage with the big lights and seeing all the crowd that's back there, it's amazing too. 
but they're farther away. So me looking right. in a woman's eyes when I say, I'll give it to you. In the it hit different, you know what I'm saying? It hit different. Okay. Okay. So they, they definitely both have their pluses and minuses. Can't argue with that. Uh, outside of the Knight Rider joint, what else can we expect from you in 2023, man? I know everybody's applying pressure. You was just down at South by. Give me a little bit of the recap of your experience there and then kind of what we can expect moving forward. South by South by uh, South by Southwest was this was my first one attending as an artist. Uh, all the rest okay. of them I've been attending as more so fans and uh, supporting other artists that I've been behind or background for. Uh, so this year for me was more learning and, and networking and, and making connections with those that I've only seen online or like you, you know, absolutely uh, getting in, in your face and actually seeing how you rock and how you move and meeting your team and the people that you have that I may not have seen, uh, right. making sure people remember me, man, uh, taking something and, and not forgetting it and actually adopting it to my game. Uh, that's what For this sure. year was about down there. So I got a lot. I learned a lot. I had so much fun. I was tired from walking them hills. But I, <laughs> I, it was amazing, man. But this year, man, I have a lot of stuff coming out right now. I think I have about 17 total uh, features that's already out from guys oh, all wow. over the world. Yeah, they've been putting out stuff, man. Uh, I call myself The Voice, so I, I pride myself on hooks, man. Uh, if anybody need a hook, y'all hit me up. I want my voice everywhere in the world. I don't care where yet. Uh, okay. Uh, I got probably three or four solo singles that's coming out, uh, more so on my album, which is called The Soul In Me. Uh, that'll okay. be coming out this year as well. So it's, it's going to be a mixture of, uh, I'll say, 1970s type of blues and, and R&B. Uh, the Too Good To Lose album, we, we have four singles out now, Pain, Night Rider, Sunday, and uh, See You Looking. So uh, here in Texas, man, they already banging. They they love them here. We pretty much right. trip the ride kings out here in Texas every weekend. We booked at a ride or some type of comedy show or something like that. So, uh, man, just look out for it, man. We got a lot coming, man. I'll be posting, man. I hope my guys get behind me and they, you know, post it and everything, too, so we can reach oh, out sure. here that I don't know. Uh, but we got a whole bunch coming out, man. It's your boy, D. Herm, the voice mister. I'll give it to you when you want it. You heard him, man. I'm going to have to tap in, and Them trail rides look like a lot of fun. Kind of explain to me, because I'm a Midwesterner, so we don't have that up here. Kind of explain to me what that is, because you you referenced it a few times. Um, You said 1,500, 2,000 people coming to hang. So what is a trail ride? What does that all encompass? You said big stage and horses, and, and talk to me about it. Well, trail ride is, is basically a community. You know, um, it, it started back in, like, 1984, pretty much. Mm. I know the guy who throwed the first trail ride here in Dallas. That's actually where we were this weekend at our trail ride, which is, uh, I'm in a group called Elite Riders. Okay. But uh, we also are too good to lose. So we are the artists out there. We are the only trail riders, true trail riders that are artists. There are no other trail uh, artists that are trail ride. You have your Jeter Jones and all those guys who call themselves the king of the trail ride scene and music. And that may be true because they are. They be tearing it up but they're not in a real trail ride group. So when it comes to trail riding, man, it's more so like a big family reunion. It's a community. It's a village. Uh, we raise each other's kids. You know, we, we make sure that one another is good. Uh, you have two, three different associations that's associated in the trail ride community and each okay. group are, are in an association. So basically what that means is if you're in an association with another group, then you, everyone supports everybody. 
You're not going to throw a ride on the same date as another group because we want to be at theirs. That's why it's always 1,500 plus at a ride because everyone is coming to each other's rides. So uh, with that being said, man, it's just, it's real safe fun. You know, we're going to search every car. We, we there's no guns. We we're gonna make sure the sheriffs are out there searching every car along with us. We we're gonna make sure that from eleven in the morning to five p.m. that the kids have volleyball or kickball or four wheelers. We teach them how to ride horses. We're teaching them how to you know cope with with, with whatever. We teach them you know homework. We're doing it all. You know mm-hmm. uh, football. Just everything that that a kid would love to do. They're gonna do it from eleven in the morning to five p.m. Now at five p.m. Most of the time, the black the, the the trail ride, the actual ride leaves. That's okay. You have these big wagons, double decker, triple decker wagons, where people can actually stand on and ride while the truck is pulling it. Oh music wow! Is, right, music is playing on these, so you may have four or five of those with different groups on it, and groups are bigger. You may have fifty in a group, a hundred in a group. You may have twenty. So, um. You have your four wheelers, your side by sides, and your horses, and you go on a ride, which is pretty much similar to a parade. Okay. But around the countryside, and each mm. each house that you pass, no matter the race, no matter none of that, they used to it because it's in their neighborhood. They're gonna get on their side by side of their four wheeler, their horse, and join into that ride. That's dope. And head right on back around to the field where the field party is happening from sixth until. That's until. <laughs> but occasionally you know you'll have your groups who have the bigger picture in mind so they may you know want to bring in an artist like king yes. george or calvin richardson or you know jay warns you have your us bone yes. and max and because you do have your twerking music and your you know your stuff that goes on so those For guys sure. will get some love and get some play out there so bringing them in is actually a good thing at times so yes. you know that's, that's pretty much what it is in a nutshell man but y'all gotta catch it for sure man and yeah. I, want bring, I want two good to lose riders is what i'm starting it really next week there you go i want to bring it around the world i want to trail ride around the world but i got to get with you guys to do that man we're gonna make it happen whatever we can do to assist we will be glad to do that man uh herm you are connected you are respected we appreciate your time uh is there anything you want to leave with the fans before we let you go man look if you ain't following me already Y'all see the name on the screen. Y'all go look that up, man. D Herm the Voice. D-E-E-H-E-R-M-D-A Voice. Y'all look that up. And if you haven't followed Too Good to Lose yet, that song just went off. It will be in your ears in the next four to five months if you ain't heard it already. So go follow us too, man. Number two, G-O-O-D, the number two L-O-S-C. Shout out to all the Midwest Connects. Shout out to my dog Uncanny. Who better? Spin City, Bone the Mac, man. I appreciate y'all. Mister, I'll give it to you when you want it. Man, y'all know what it is. So happy to have you here, D. Man, we appreciate D. Hearn for stopping in for this episode of the Connects Radio Show. Remember, you can catch this as well as every other interview on your favorite podcast platforms, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more. Plus, we got the live video already on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, man. Y'all know what to do. Tap in with me next week. Actually, tomorrow we'll be back with another dope interview. Every episode of the Connects Radio Show is powered by bettersblock.com, getyourbuzzup.com, midwestmixtapes.com, straightofficial.com, the Fleet DJs, the Nerve DJs, and of course, the Midwest Connects. When I say that, y'all know what it is. At The Real Uncanny on all your favorite socials. And of course, if you ain't connected, you ain't respected. We'll see y'all soon.